Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to the Codependent Me podcast. I am your host, Tamala Shaw, and today we have Sandy String with us. Sandy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tamala. Very happy to be here and to meet you and your amazing energy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Same to you. You know, this is that energy meets energy and you just know that it's going to be great because you just feel it. You just know it. So Mm -hmm. today we are going to talk about The Courage Circle, which is a book that you have out. And before we get into it, of course, if you would just let the audience know some things about you and then we'll get into the goodies, the goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, sometimes people like to know your title. So technically I'm a lawyer from a pretty prestigious law school, but that's not what I feel I am, but I can just say that because people seem to care about those things, but I don't. Um, The second, I guess, important thing that I'd say would be that I definitely spent many years uh, struggling. And so from that uh, struggle, uh, internal struggle uh, came about, I guess I just spent a lot of time uh, researching. I heard you use that word as well, Tamala. I love it because for me, it's literally researching yourself internally and, out, and, and outside information and everything. Yes. And uh, I feel like I, I found my way. So now I'm uh, trying to share the pieces of my puzzle and hopefully they are part of other people's puzzles so that we can, uh, you know, help each other uh, live in a bit better harmony uh, inside. Absolutely. And so you are a lawyer, you are an author, and also an activist. Do you mind speaking a bit about that? Uh, Yeah, I guess the activist is the one word I do feel I I, more than the other two, (laughs) even though yes, technically, yes, I'm an author, but I I feel internally like, I guess, an activist, because I am actively, constantly, actively um, you know, uh, sharing and expressing my views and, you know, creating those circles and creating spaces where I feel we can discuss these content and uh, actively um, trying to create peace in the world through uh, my own peace and sharing uh, my pieces of my puzzle. So oh. in, in my circle, someone calls it like your inner peace activist. You can call it that. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. I want to be that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I think I am that, actually. Maybe you are. Yeah. Fantastic. If it feels right, then that's what you want. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So, and we all are. Everybody who yes. finds that thing, we, we do that, you know, naturally. Yeah. Absolutely. I just lo- I love that. That's so wonderful because you you don't really think about that from the inside. That is completely beautiful. And so before the show, you were talking about a Telegram channel that you have. Yeah. Can you talk yes, a little so about that as well? Since, um, 
Yeah, so in the Courage Circle that I facilitate, so I wrote a book called The Courage Circle, and then since February, I facilitate circles, and every single week, and everybody is welcome, it's men, it's women, it's every gender, race, uh, nationality, religion, whatever, every week we basically discuss a different topic. So one week we might discuss boundaries, one week we might discuss rejection, one week, just, you know, important topics that we never really discussed at school or at home or wherever else. So it's a discussion group and it's fascinating. And one of the topics, I, I usually create the topics every week. One of the topics was called One Courageous Move. And we all went around and discussed, you know, a move that we feel we should make. You know, it could be different. It doesn't have to be, you know, jumping into trains and saving anyone. It could be, I'm going to talk to my partner about whatever, or, you know, everyone had something. And for me, uh, it had been brewing inside that I felt I should do a channel and start sharing even more all these ideas and when the war the most recent war there's so many but when the most recent wars uh began i i felt compelled to do this so i started a telegram channel called the courage circle and every day every single day i'm committed to posting something on it to um I guess it's, again, my pieces of my puzzle of how I found my peace. And I do believe the only way to have peace in the world is for each person to find their own peace. And so I'm trying to share what I know, whatever that is, whatever it helps um, towards that end. So the Telegram right. channel is called The Courage Circle, and it's recent. And yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Yes, that's fantastic. <laughs> And so audience, just so you know, I'll have her website as well as the link to her Telegram channel. So you can check it out and, you know, get these fantastic tidbits and nuggets every day from Sandy. So Sandy, I appreciate yeah, you sharing absolutely, that. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's about spreading. You, are, you have this beautiful platform that you are doing wonderful work in. So, of course, I will do my part in spreading it. Just as you being oh, on the Listen to Me podcast is doing the same. So I thank you. Reciprocity mm -hmm. is real. <laughs> so let's talk about The Courage Circle. So it's a book mm -hmm. that you've written. And so that the audience will kind of kind of understand what is The Courage Circle? What does that mean to you? Uh, well, the name, I, it came about from what I practically did in, in practically meaning I actually did it in my house during uh, difficult times. I actually, and I don't know for what reason, we don't always know why we're doing what until years later, I literally painted a, a circle on my wall and I would sit there under my you know circle that I had painted. And this would be the place where I'm going to figure out how I'm going to live. So I definitely spent uh, many, many, many hours uh, meditating there, crying there, listening to talks there, uh, doing whatever there. That was like my spot. And then um, it ended up an idea that came about for a book only afterwards that first you need to like create the yeah. courage circle, but it's not so a circle with people. It's about yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's you on the cover, one. painting your, yes, yeah. I love that. <laughs> so you first, uh, and the chapters ended up kind of uh, following that rhythm. So first, you know, you're creating the circle. Mm -hmm. Then you actually sit in that circle. That was another chapter. And then you're actually, there's a lot of chaos in that circle where you might be looking at all kinds of things going on internally and all kinds of things. So that was kind of a chaotic part in, you're still in the circle. And then the next chapter, the illustration we did, and it has different sections, obviously, each chapter. The next one 
is that you're actually a little bit resting now in your circle. Like you found a little bit of, you know, uh, peace of mind or, or internal uh, clarity about certain things. And then um, after processing a lot of, you know, internal uh, past and present and everything. And then the next one was to actually, it was, that one is called uh, Time for Courage. So to stand up and get out of your circle, I guess. And then to walk out into the world and, and do your thing. So, yeah, I don't know how it all, you know, how ideas come. Nobody actually maybe knows exactly. But, um, yeah, so the Courage Circle is really a circle you create around yourself to start and start looking inside and see what's going on. Yeah. I love it. It's too. not easy. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's so beautiful is that in this circle, you're really giving yourself permission to be very to be messy like it's because it will be messy like oh yeah know this right yeah into it knowing you this is my circle in order for me to get to the point where everything is in its place or healing or you there will be mess yeah cleaning a room right it is you're gonna have to face the mess (laughs) you have to face the mess yeah that is and it's so, very painful. Yeah, wow. it's super painful. Yeah. So, okay. So speaking about the courage circle, it takes courage to even yeah. start it. I think so, yeah. So how do you, and I know that it's not going to be the same for everyone, but just say in summary, how do you, like, can you tell the audience how they can find the courage to even start? Um. Hmm. How would it be triggered in each person? I don't really know, but I guess there's got to be maybe a little piece of you that um, wants to truly be at peace or truly be happy. Or maybe um, somebody looks at you a certain way and and looks at you in a way that, you know what, you know, you're, you're deserve some peace and happiness or, you know, it could be just who knows how it gets triggered by that maybe. Or maybe you just decide like, you know, okay, I'm I'm gonna do this because nobody else is gonna. I don't know, right? I because I have to advocate for myself, right? That's true. Yeah. It's gonna be different for everyone, so yeah. it's not really the spark, yeah, mm-hmm. right? It's not really the same or a perfect time for anyone to be honest. You just yeah. truly have to be ready to step in it. Yeah, and some people are not ready, and that's a very difficult one to. You know, it took me a long time to accept that sometimes some people are not mm-hmm. ready and maybe that's okay. You know, maybe they don't have the, you know, internal ability at the moment or they don't have mm-hmm. support or maybe it's just too complex and painful and it's not the right time to open it up. And that was a very hard one for me to accept and that it's not really my job to rush anyone. My job is mm-hmm. to take care of myself. That is my job in this world. Yeah. That's phenomenal because yeah. you, you know, when you look at someone and you're like, oh my gosh, if you were to just do this, just do this, yeah. so much beauty on the other side, right? Yeah. But you just can't walk them through it. You just have to walk yourself through it and yeah. they'll see it through you. Or they might not. Yeah. I mean, that's your only, that's the only possibility. I agree with you, but they actually might not also. And that's something we have to, 
Yeah, which for me, what, yeah, what really helped me is to start to really realize, you know, accountability, but in a deep sense, meaning I am responsible for myself yes. and others are responsible to do their piece of themselves. Mm-hmm. And if I try to jump into another person's life or body or try to do it, that that's not, first, it's not actually helpful. And you can even say it's controlling. So when I started trying to see it, instead of I'm helping this person, I'm actually controlling this person, or I'm trying to at least, um, it really uh, let me see that really that is not your place to be doing that. It's just not your job. So that helped me stop that behavior. Yeah, 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 that's true. But I just love that you're willing to work with those that are ready, right? Yeah, I think that people that attend probably are open naturally. Otherwise, they wouldn't attend this kind of circle. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, because some people, they just need the opportunity, even if they're not ready today. Yeah. Jump on and to just get the feel. Yeah, Yeah. some seeds planted here and there. It's its its own community support, and that's what we need. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, when we're going through things and we're in places and we we feel like, I know what I want to do, right? Sometimes it's just wonderful to be in in the space with people who are moving in that direction. Yeah, if yeah, not, and I don't know if, yeah, sorry, no, go ahead. No, no, go, go right ahead. Yeah, I was saying, I don't know, um, you know, how your environment works or your communities you create or anything like that, but there's probably some overlap with what you do and I do, I imagine, but just because of the way you're speaking about space. And um, I agree with you that it's hard to find, um, well, you didn't exactly say that, but what you're saying is that it's important to have, I suppose, space where people are doing this common um work and this is exactly what I have found as well like with um when we attend the circle if people are listening to each other first of all which I I don't think is a small thing and I can describe to you what kind of listening I'm talking about because there's different types of listening or you might be interested or maybe you know or I am very interested Uh, yeah, so maybe I'll describe quickly what sets the stage for the circle, which I think really makes it possible for every single week, 10 to 15 of us, different ones, to meet, um, like I said, different gender, color, age, nationality, like we don't even know anybody of anything, and we all are able to um, uh, have an energy together that is respectful and kind and open and harmonious. Like it's just, it's magical. So um, there's a few things maybe that um, I've learned to help, you know, uh, create that. But once it's there, now everybody creates, like it's not even me anymore because everybody kind of does it. Um, but the first thing I do, not to take up all our time in it, but there's two things I do before we get to like our discussion topic of the week. So in case somebody wants to do this in their world, in their life, in their city, with their people, uh, you can also email me. I can talk to you more about it. But um, the two things I do at the beginning is one, after everybody introduces themselves, like, okay, I'm a lawyer, I'm an accountant, I'm an IT person, I'm a teacher, I'm a whatever. um, I ask everyone to actually drop all their titles. So we drop our degrees, we drop our work, we even drop our kids, we drop our cats, we drop our, we just drop everything, at least for the hour, 
and just try to be together as human beings, you know, from the heart, from your spirit, from your soul, from whatever word you want to use, but just for an hour, you know, to leave that and be. So that, I think, gives everybody permission to stop all that comparing, which is yeah. so unnecessary and not even real, in my view. And so that's a big one. And then the second thing I do is a, a quick listening practice of different types of listening. And then we get to our new topic. So then by the time we get to our topic, now we are really in, in a healthy way. And if you if you feel like hearing what I do for listening, you can, if you're in the mood Tamala, you could just share anything you want with me and I'll do the quick demo. If you're up for that, or if not, we can go on to something else. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So I ask usually in the circle, does someone want to share one thing so I can do a demo? And so here you are. Okay. Share one thing. Um, yeah, something going on in your life, easy, hard, frustrating, no, anything. So I am in transition right now in moving from my corporate job into what I feel as though is my passion and what I am here for. And there is a struggle right now between the two. Both sides are really pulling me. So on a daily, I have a bit of anxiety. So I'm trying to find that balance and those, um, how can I say, the the guidance on what to do. Because, of course, you know, you can make decisions every day. You never know whether it's right or wrong. So I have a little bit of anxiety on a daily basis on my balance of the two. Mm-hmm. All right. So thanks for sharing, Tanana. And so what I would do in this circle is demonstrate three different types of listening that we experience in our world, right? So what you just shared is 100% true, right? We agree. It's actually reality. And so how we listen, so the first type of listening that people often do, um, we can call it dismissive, gaslighting, all those, right? So instead of being a clean human mirror and mirroring the truth, basically, right? Because you express something true. They kind of put the mirror down as if what you just said doesn't exist, right? So that might sound something like, oh, really, for me, like, you know, switching from corporate job, like, it's kind of easy. I just found a different job that I feel like it suits me really well. And I'm like really good about it right now. Okay, so I totally missed, right? Like, there's just no, totally you know, and it, yeah, yeah. And we, it might sound like a little funny. And I laugh about it also when I do sometimes, but it's actually super serious. If this is what you're getting all the time, whether it's from parents, your partners, your, you know, it's actually really, really hard. And especially if someone's close, right? And it's a very regular thing we experience all the time. And it's not only unkind, but it can actually really lead to a lot of, I think, mental health issues, second guessing ourselves and, you know, just constant uh, disbalance because we're not getting a correct. Yeah, because it's as if like, Am I real almost, right? right? At the extreme yeah. level. Like, did this just happen that I felt this? Or is it real that I did? Like, there's such a disconnect, right? Right. So that's obviously not healthy. And it's very common. Second type of listening. Um, again, if we imagine this human mirror, so I lift the mirror to see the truth. and But I put it down, like, really, really quick because I want to go fix it. Like, I don't really like the truth. Like, I see it, but... Oh, I don't love it. So I want to like give you advice. Or I want to fix your feelings or I don't like your feelings. Uh, they bother me. I'm not comfortable with feelings maybe. So that one might sound something like, uh, 
Oh, really, Tamala, you're having anxiety? I have the best naturopath. I'm telling you, I went to the naturopath. I started eating the best food. All you got to do is eat, you know, start the keto diet. And at the same time, try and meditate every single morning, 10 minutes. I'm telling you, it's going to be around. Okay, that's like the most typical. I'm glad it, I'm glad I'm you. I think I've done this. <laughs> of course. Anything I talk about, I always say I've done the opposite. Otherwise, it would not be my lessons, right? So this fixing energy um, that we walk around with, and I've walked around with it a lot, I think, in my life, um, is also um, doesn't help the other person, actually, because underlying it the message is uh something's wrong with you tamal i need to i need to fix this right or something's wrong with life at the or you know or or i know better than you so it gives a message i'm so much smarter than you so it's all these undertones which are not healthy also and that is the super common listening listening quote unquote that we get in life right then the third type of listening which is so rare um, would be to try to be a clean mirror, literally to reflect the truth, right? And that one uh, might sound something like, um, uh, Tamala, it sounds like you have two pieces of you pulling you. You have a corporate job. I don't know if it's a good job, not good job, but obviously there's something in it that's still pulling you there. And then you have another something pulling you, which is what you feel you're made for or your passion or something that's definitely a big pull on that end. And because of these two, and I don't know if it's uh, trying to find the balance or just indecision, one of the two, or maybe something else, it's just leading you to a lot of anxiety because you're not clear on how to navigate these two or give up one or do like, Mm -hmm. just not clear what to do. And so that's a very uh, anxious situation, I guess, because there hasn't been like clarity yet for you on what to do about it. Is that more or less true? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 So I don't even have to get it right. I can say like, did I get it right? And you can so, yeah, say because you like are the owner of the truth. Yeah. Yes. You are the owner of it. Right. Ooh, and so good. when we listen, yeah. And because you're the only one that knows if that's true or not, not me. Like, I don't know. I have to check inside you what you just said, if that's true. And so by listening this way, right. Then the person, first of all, they didn't get a message of something is wrong. They got a message of, oh, really? That's reality right now? That's fine. You know, mm-hmm. that's what you're currently experiencing. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, people will typically start to open up a lot. They're going to share more. They can process their own feelings. Like, this is what to me is a healthy interaction. And so imagine a whole group of that, like sitting around together just listening. Someone says, you know, I feel this way, whatever. And I was like, oh, really? Like, mm, okay. And you want to, and maybe we do give some advice, but it's not the jumping type right. yeah. of advice like that. And so it really creates an environment that's just um, magical and very conducive to people, you know, processing, growing, learning at their own. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is not the common it's you know, not- table, dinner table or school environment yeah. or yeah, what but it I is. Love, it, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, what I love and what I'm hearing in that is like the first one is being dismissed, right? The second is is the fixer. And the third, you are being heard. 
you're being acknowledged. And you shouldn't be the fixer because I didn't ask you to fix anything, right? So that's what we have to remember is that the only time that we truly should give any type of advice is if we're asked. That's what I just heard. I I didn't ask you for any advice. Therefore, you felt no reason to give any. You were just acknowledging what you heard from me. And most times... In the world, people don't feel seen or heard. Yeah. yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. And they don't feel seen or heard because they're not seen or heard. Right. And yes. And there's I think it probably with your podcast and your research that you've done, you probably have sensed maybe in yourself. And I've definitely gone through all my processes too. So it's not like I know anything other than from the fact that I learned them. But a lot of times we have learned or we think that, you know, jumping and giving people constant advice or helping all the time, et cetera, that that makes us a good person, right? Or that makes us nice. So we're actually trying to feed our own, um, you know, trying to get points. Call it like, I'm a good person points. Like if I do this, I'm a good person. If I do that, I'm a good person. Oh, I help this, I'm a good person. So we need to constantly get points. Right. But why would we need to get points? Yes. Like what's the what's if we go even deeper, why do we need any points? Right. Because mm-hmm. if instead of trying to go get points, if we do spend time researching ourselves deeply, and I, I have a sense that you've done so as well, and we find the truth, the truth being that, oh, I'm good <laughs> no matter what I've done. No matter what anybody has said, no matter anything in the world, my heart is just so good. Like if we have found that, we don't have to do anything. We can just sit on the floor and do nothing. And we have that feeling. So we don't go out and try to get that feeling from doing this and this. It's almost like an addiction, right? To get that I'm going to get that feeling from doing this, get, I'm going to get points and, and try to grade myself mm-hmm. and try to get an 80 or 90. By, by being, so we don't actually have to do anything, which I believe leaves us. If, if we feel that we don't have to do anything, but then we might want to do a lot of things from that, but it's not going to be to get the points. It's going to be because we, you know, naturally feel that, but, with most people, I think, raised on this point system and taught from day one that you are only good if, yeah. if you do what I say, if you behave this way, if you get these grades, if whatever. So, of course, yes. people are, think that that's real. Mm. It's just it, it's that people pleasing. At least it was for me. I, yeah. grew up, you know, as as children we want to be very pleasing to our parents. So we do things to quote unquote, be good, which are those points. Yeah. And in that environment, if that's what we're doing, you grow up and you do the same thing. And all of a sudden you're the fixer. You're wanting these points. And yes, you're a great person, but you don't have to, ah, that is so freeing. Yeah. 
That is so well, we, we did that to survive, right? When we're young, mm -hmm. we do that to survive. You know, yeah. if we're worried, if our parents don't like us, they might not feed us or take care of us. And so it's an understandable thing that occurs if your parents um, have not offered complete assurance and unconditional love, grades or no grades, this or that, like no matter what, which I think I, it doesn't exist very often. And so naturally you would grow up trying to survive you know, survive. And then you might have kept that pattern. Yeah. You know? mm. That's really, mm. really good. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. That was wonderful. Yeah. The listening, that is just phenomenal. I think it's the most important thing in the world, actually. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we can see somebody else's reality and not jump on it or criticize it and just see that it's okay that it exists like it's a magical um, gift to another person to allow them to process their things and figure out what they need to do and ask for help if they want and it gives all the right messages mm. so you say that mm -hmm. the comfort zone is yeah. actually the uncomfortable zone yeah. Can you explain why, please? Uh, well, for me, the comfort zone is, for me, it's more, the more accurate word is that it's what you know or what you think you know. It's not that it's comfortable, it's just you know it. And so doing something else will be unknown, right? Because you don't know. Let's say leaving a relationship, it's unknown. So it's not that your current situation is comfortable. In fact, it might be a nightmare. It's not comfort at all. It's just you know it. And then what you're going to is what you don't know. And that leap is very uh, frightening for many people because they, they believe what you know is safer than what you don't know. I don't buy that. I don't, I don't believe in that concept at all, actually. For me, um, what I don't know is, oh, that means there's 20 billion things that can happen, right? And many yeah. of them could be awesome, right? But for a lot of people... Um, it might be very hard to make that leap. I do think it's a leap of some kind of leap of faith because you're going to, I don't know what's no. going to happen and I'm going anyway. But I right. do that all the time, regularly. That's how I actually live. Because even if I go with the intention of, okay, I'm going to this coffee shop today, I already know that it might not go. That, like It's not going to necessarily <laughs> go my way. There's another billion, zillion things that might happen. I might meet someone amazing on the way. I might like, you know, this, like so many things. And I, I already go knowing that there's many things that uh, can happen that are not, you know, they're not bad things happen in life and we're going to learn from them no matter what, or they might lead us to other things. So going from like comfort to, see, for me, it's not, it's not uncomfortable. It might be fabulous. Yeah, it's an assumption. It's just not known, and that's scary until you decide, well, I better just go into the unknown because I can't really control anything every anyway, so might as well go with that. You know, I love that yeah. you say that. You know, it's not, it's it's the unknown, and the unknown might yeah. be fantastic. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, nobody knows that. So you just have to yeah. be willing to take a chance, I guess. 
Yeah, I think so. And I, I guess I have also some trust, like a deep trust in myself now. I didn't have it uh, earlier at all. But, you know, when you start to feel your emotions, first of all, because a lot of people don't feel because, you know, they've been kind of cut off from their bodies for whatever reasons. But when you start to feel and you process and you're like always in your body instead of in your thoughts, you also start to feel kind of your path a bit. You start to feel like, oh, I really feel I should leave this job. I really feel that, you know, you start to feel and there's a trust that develops uh, knowing that if my body is really saying this and I've already cleared up wrong patterns, so I'm not doing it for the wrong reason, like, mm-hmm. oh, I should please this person. You already know, okay, I've dealt with this. And now I really feel something. You kind of trust that, like, how else are you going to decide other than what you feel like. Am I going to decide based on what Tamala feels? That makes no sense, right? Yeah, I have to base it on me because I'm the, the one me. who best knows. Like, who knows better than me what is right for me? Like, there's nobody that knows my history, my life, my feelings, my needs. Like, nobody, 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 nobody knows better. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful because so... How can I, how can I put this all together? So you, all of these things are within this courage circle, right? These are the things that you learn. You're constantly living in courage. Yes. You are Mm -hmm. constantly living in courage and you have to even find the courage to trust yourself. Oh yeah. That's huge. That is like. You, you're it's bringing the hardest things that I, you know, I kind of know it, but I've never just said it in the, in this way. It truly yeah. is courage in feeling what Tamala feels, courage yeah. in trusting Tamala, courage yeah. in the decisions that Tamala made. It's just. <laughs> but can you see how hard that is in our society? Because even those three things that you said, okay, Courage to feel what Tamla feels, but everyone has told you, no, don't feel this. You should feel that, whatever. So even to get to the point of like, hey, I feel this, <laughs> that's already like huge, right? And then to trust yourself here in the environment where everyone is saying, don't trust yourself. Listen to me. Right. <laughs> don't do that, Tamala. Just listen to me all the time. Yes. So where would you get that? You know, it's hard to develop that internal feeling if you didn't have parents or friends or anyone that's saying, Tamala, you really think you should feel leave your corporate job? Okay, if you feel it, I guess I guess that's what you should do. You know, like nobody talks to you like that. Nobody says that. (laughs) No, nobody. Oh, really? You feel you should stop eating meat because of your digestion? Oh, interesting. Nobody says that. They're like, oh, really? I heard this. I heard that. You should do this. You should do that. Nobody encourages you to follow you right right so it's okay. hard here you have to like say hey no i feel something hey no i do i have to like figure out how to trust myself and then now i have to fly into the unknown where every single person around me tells me not to it's not obvious right it's not obvious. and yeah and then the biggest thing is to have the courage to live in your truth yeah well, for me, that's what brings me peace. Like, I don't know what it will bring, but if I am following me, then I don't have inner conflict. And mm-hmm. that's where I think peace comes from, not having inner conflict. It's not about I have to solve the conflict with this relationship or that or people or other countries. You know, you just have to solve your inner conflict 
mm-hmm. you know, that you're not doing things aligned with what you feel you should do, or you're not listening, you know, that's inner conflict 24 seven. That's beautiful. That is yeah. beautiful. Well, I want to make sure that everyone goes and picks up the courage circle. Oh, thanks for saying that. I really appreciate that. I feel really strongly about what I do. So you could tell I really believe in this for our world. So it's so beautiful, though. I mean, and and you don't, you know, people may not look at it as courageous or needing courage to do these things, but it is. Yeah, it takes courage to live and be who you are here to be. Right. Yeah, I think it's huge. Yes. So for you to be able to write this wonderful book that can walk people through this cycle, what to do, to give yourself, to have the courage to give yourself permission to put that mess out there in order to navigate it and get to the point where you're walking out. That's big. That's really big. And they can find the book at thecouragecircle.com, correct? Yeah. Excellent. And I'm going to put the um the link in for the Telegram channel, the book. And can they get to the weekly meetings on the, the course? Yeah. Yeah. So the circles are free. I do once a week in person so they can come to Montreal. It's a beautiful yoga studio at Morpho Blue. Beautiful. Um, and join there uh, in the meetup or I have an online circle also once we do. Yeah. yeah. We're about 10, 15 of us that meet. And again, people drop in, drop out, like it's different. And uh, this week's topic is, oh, avoiding conflict. <laughs> so, you yeah, so it'll be really interesting. Yeah. And I, you know, I do facilitate and I say my part, but really the wisdom is all, is everyone's honest sharing of their things and we it's a collective wisdom that comes from there so i i attend yes to facilitate share but i attend to listen and learn because that's what happens yeah isn't that i was gonna say that's yeah. the biggest thing you know like you always yeah. you, it's just like the podcast i get so much i get so yeah. much from you all oh my oh, god cool. <laughs> so beautiful i mean this is really i i knew this one was going to be amazing especially when yeah but just so good is it the same day every week the uh, yeah the sunday is in person and wednesdays are uh, online it's wednesday 7 p.m est yeah mm. may have to jump in tomorrow yes do <laughs> please do that would be lovely We'd love to have you absolutely thank you so much um so I want to again thank you for being on the podcast. I want to thank you, Tamala, for being you and for doing what you do. I really, really appreciate your time uh, today with us. Thank you so much. I ask all of my guests, if you could leave one nugget, tidbit, you know, whatever for the audience, what would that be? Uh, I guess if we're going to choose one, it would be to trust yourself. Trust yourself, even if no one has ever trusted you before. Mm. Have the courage to trust yourself. That's beautiful. It's good stuff. Well, audience, I want you to know that I know that you can choose any podcast, but you chose this one and I am grateful. 
And I want to thank again, Sandy, for being on here and spreading this beautiful word, teaching us how to truly listen. Oh, so wonderful. And I want to remind you that you matter and your story matters. And until next time, I want you to have a fantastic day. Bye. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time. So thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me. And check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.